Brilliant Life International would like to proudly introduce to you one of the newest and freshest voices in mind-spirit wellness today. A.D. Roberts's words are insightful, introspective, and empowering. In this newly released series of talks, A.D. shares with us an expanded and in-depth look at his exciting debut book, Our Spirits Renewed, Thoughts and Meditations Awakening a More Brilliant You. For more information about Brilliant Life International, A.D. Roberts, our publications, or wellness retreats, please visit us on the web at www.mybli.com. Thank you for joining us on this journey of life's wonderful possibilities. This series is for you, the more brilliant you. Our Spirits Renewed, Thoughts and Meditations Awakening a More Brilliant You. In the presence of light, darkness can never prevail. Let the words of this book be a spark that ignites a torch of love in your heart for all to be blessed by, especially you. Peace. This book is dedicated to the loving memory of Joseph D. and Ruth D. White, the grandparents that God gave to me. Uh, your lives have touched many and will continue to do so for all time. Part one, the dilemma. Over the years, I have poured out of my soul quietly at times and loudly at others. For the last 10 years of my life, I have been giving of myself. And for the past year, I have become drained, weary, tired, sad, unfulfilled, defeated and depressed. So much so that it has begun to manifest itself in my body physically. My stomach aches constantly especially in the mornings when I'm preparing for my trip into the office. It gets progressively worse the moment that I reach the parking lot. My throat feels like it is closing up and from time to time I experience a tightness in my chest. In my day-to-day -day dealings, I feel impotent, powerless to the things that I wrestle with. I walk around with little joy and even less laughter. Instead, I'm full of fear fear of failure, fear of people judging my every thought, word, and action. I have felt so powerless against my fears. They have literally consumed me, the person that I have known myself to be. The fear has grown. I fear conflict and attack, probably more so than anything else. I am tired and empty. I'm tired of crying and wanting to cry. Many times the tears just won't come. I wish to be reborn again. I wish to be renewed. I wish to be strong again. I wish to be powerful, clear, unfearful, joyful. I wish to be me. All of these I wish to feel, experience, and be concurrently and continually. June 18th. 2004. As usual, I am on a plane. In the quiet of an airplane flight, oddly enough, is when I have always made the time or even had the time to write, to write how I feel or what I'm thinking about, to pour out of my soul that which has been locked away by life's pain. This has been truly a difficult time in my life. With these words that I speak here, I now realize that I am not alone 
in these experiences. There are many people around the world that are going through similar situations in their own particular walks in life. They, like I, wish to be freed from this terrible state of being, tired of walking in a place of unfulfillment and sadness. We tend to look outside of ourselves for some semblance of rescue and hope and happiness, not really understanding that our problem stems deep from within, feeling lost and being lost, struggling not to act out of desperation and do something irreversible. We often sit in our rooms alone and ponder our own lives. We think of the regrets and of failures of our past. We find ourselves saddened by the fear and uncertainty of our future. We wish to move forward out and beyond this depressing place into the light of fulfillment and purpose. We find ourselves constantly going back and forth, struggling between a place of doubt, disbelief, certainty, and believing. Most of all, our self-talk is negative and self-defeating, and nothing offers a path to be brought out of our own confusion. Broken by failed relationships, disappointed by those we trusted, hurt by ones so close to our hearts, still we fight within to go on another day. We awaken every morning looking for a place of refuge, a safe house, a place of love and non-judgment, a spot in the sun where the rays of joy, wholeness, and purpose fall fresh on our faces. However, we are seemingly challenged with the same experiences over and over again, never feeling the freedom of true life and living. Fortunately, I feel this time things are going to be a little bit different, different for all of us. Through the words I speak here in this book, we will be able to find ourselves in a better, brighter place, a place where we where our souls, our very souls are set free from that which haunts us, home at last. This book was created with the intention that those who are tired of being tired and done with being stuck in, a, in, in the engrossing spirit of unfulfillment can be set free and have the understanding of the true nature of what is happening to them to be revealed. The words of this book are written to be simple and clear. They speak straight to the heart and soul of those who wish to hear. The entries in this work are multidimensional. Therefore, no matter what level of spiritual understanding you are walking in, everyone is spoken to. Meat for men, milk for babes. This book is birthed to be introspective and non-judgmental. It allows us to reveal, our, reveal ourselves to ourselves that we may shake hands with, the, with infinity and find that all things work to help us invent and reinvent the who we have chosen to be. By stretching our reality, stretching our understanding, this book provides us with a simple, simple tool that we may use to take conscious control of our lives over the saddening situation that we may face. The words and thoughts 
here releasing us a spirit of peace and of letting go. That there is nothing in our experience that has neither the power nor the authority over our lives to dictate how great we are to become and how awesome the things that we are to accomplish can be. This is why I'm on an airplane. I am leaving the country for a while. I'm on my way to Montego Bay, Jamaica. I'll be there for about two months to find myself, to rediscover me, to become all that I have envisioned myself to be. Now, you do not have to leave your home and go to Jamaica or leave and go to another country like I did. The major thing here, the decision that you have to make at this juncture in your life is to disconnect. So again, I left. I, I, I left to rediscover me, to become all that I have envisioned myself to be. I left home to search my soul for the answers that God told me were there if I would but ask the questions. This book is the result of that dialogue and the many experiences that I will have encountered on the island will add to help create all that I am to learn. While away, I've turned the reins of my company, First Capstone Mortgage, over to my vice president, Monique. She has been with me for the better part of three years, and I know she is highly capable of running the operation while I'm away. I thank God for her and for all of the First Capstone family for stepping up to the plate and keeping the business going. My company does residential mortgages and many families rely on my team to make their financial dreams come true. The dream of home ownership, the American dream. I must say my team is absolutely awesome and I truly, truly appreciate them. Before I left, I called all those who were near and dear to me to let them know that I was going away for a while. Most of them were shocked, to say the least, especially when I told them how long I was going to be gone for. All of the groups, organizations, and boards that I belong to and am associated with, I had to notify them, and let them know that I was leaving as well. By and large, everyone was cool with my decision. For some, my leaving was tough, but they were still very supportive of me. See, most of them have not the slightest clue of my mental, spiritual, or physical anguish. Nobody knew to what extent, not even my very best friend. I, like most people, bear my many crosses alone. I quietly suffered, feeling helpless to my situation, wearing the mask as we all do so well, and dying on the inside. I lived my life in pain alone. Most assumed that everything was just great. It's not like I didn't have a helping hand in that. For all they knew, I was living life and doing it well. The mortgage company that I started hit a major milestone, its fifth year anniversary. An accomplishment to say the least for any small operation to get beyond those first few years of bumps and bruises and the plethora of defeats and setbacks. The company is also experiencing record-breaking months of revenue back to back. I'm 33 years old and for the most part, I'm doing my own thing 
and appear and appear to be writing my own ticket. I am and have been very active in the community since I returned home from graduating from Florida A&M University 12 years ago. For the past two years, I've sat on the board of directors for the African-American Chamber of Commerce and have been very involved in the much anticipated Jacksonville Super Bowl host committee. Recently, I was appointed to as a new executive director for a nonprofit housing development company here in Northeast Florida. My closest friends and associates are doing well in their own right. I had just celebrated with my best friend, John, his acceptance into a very prestigious doctoral program in Virginia. And a couple of uh, close friends, J-Dub and Scott, are sitting on an investment that will make them very wealthy young men in a very short period of time. I, I have a passion for facilitating motivational workshops and speaking engagements. I was just in Cincinnati, Ohio, only a few weeks ago, speaking to the National Black Graduate Student Association on collective and collaborative economics. I even do the golf thing, too. To the world, everything would appear to be pretty damn near perfect. Except for my being truly happy for my friend's success, none of this had any effect on the dismal state of depression that I was experiencing. This emotional roller coaster that I had fallen prey to left me empty and confused, not knowing what the source of my dilemma was. I did not know how I got to such a place. Was it all in my head? Was it spiritual? This fear that had consumed me was stealing my joy and ruining my life. I wanted out. I needed out. On Sunday of this week, I decided to leave home, my country, to live in Jamaica for a couple of months. I chose to do so after John preached a simple but powerful message. He preached on Genesis uh, chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. And it reads, Now the Lord has said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee and I will make thee a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing and I will bless them that bless thee and curse him that curses thee and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. It was an awesome message that spoke straight to my spirit so profoundly that I knew that if I was to change my life, I needed to act and I needed to act immediately. So after church, I went to John's study and simply said to him, I'm out. He looked at me as if to say, what the heck are you talking about? I repeated myself, I'm out. I told him that per his sermon, I was leaving the country. At that moment, I did not know where I was going to go, but I was sure about one thing. I was leaving the country and I was leaving quickly. I felt that my life depended on it. We talked for a few minutes and that was about it. John knew me well enough to know that if I said it, I meant it and would do it. I had a true epiphany that day. Have you ever had a moment where you knew that God had spoken to you? I mean directly to you. 
A moment like this is different than anything you may have ever experienced. You cannot ignore it. Destiny had intervened into my situation and made known to me that very second what I was to do. I did not have to think about what was to come next. I did not have to make any special provisions to leave the country. Everything had already, already been placed in order by infinity. The money, the people needed to make it happen. Every resource needed to make this move of God happen was ready and waiting. Everything had been orchestrated without fail by the universe to get me to Jamaica. One of the young ladies, Camelia, that works for me is Jamaican. She made a few phone calls to the island, spoke with the friends and, and family, and literally in a matter of days, everything down to the smallest detail was worked out and in place for me to leave, for me to have the experience of a lifetime, to be alone, to think about everything that was happening in my life, to offer myself an opportunity to listen to my own heart, to hear what plans the creator has for me, just to be quiet and just be, to connect with the me that I seem to never have enough time for, to lose myself and all there is to be lost in, to plant my very soul in a hidden place for the new me to be born. So in five days time, I'm here on a plane writing these words on my way to Jamaica. I'm going to relax and complete my first book, this book. I don't know its title as of yet, but I will say that by the time I return to the United States and the plane touches down, the book will be done. I need to unplug, get away from everything in order to save my sanity, save my life. I will be a better person. We all will be better because this book is for us, me and you. This journey is our journey our journey of love and revelation. This is our opportunity for us to create a place in our experience where we truly find ourselves for ourselves. I really, really would like for this book to have a warm feeling of love, compassion, and giving. I choose that this book be as much an experience as it is a source of wisdom and insight. I see this book enveloping with a feeling of peace. The words are like sipping on warm amaretto or a 50-year-old bottle of French cognac. I pray this book be a refuge for, for our souls in times of needed shelter and rest. I pray that each word embraces us with a love that will rebuild hope and happiness.